1: What's up, everybody? Anthony Casetta here with the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I'm going to be joined by a trio, maybe even more than a trio of special guests in just a second. One of which, teasing with the hat here we'll get we'll get all these gentlemen on. They were kind enough to have me on a really fun show in just uh, just a little bit ago. Bengals and brews, you got to go check that out. Awesome show, a lot of fun. Uh, I was not partaking in the adult beverages, so I was a little more tame. But hey. The rest of the guys, that carried the show. They did awesome. If you're new here, you can always get the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel on your favorite audio streamer, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the major ones. We are there. you got to subscribe to the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel. And then, of course, you can get the videos on the Cincy Jungle Facebook page. Go give that a like. And our Orange and Black Insider YouTube channel. Go give that a subscribe and a, and hit the bell to be notified when we go live when new content is available. So, The NFL Draft is in the books, the 22 NFL Draft. We've been trying to give you a ton of content on CincyJungle.com as well as on this show. A lot of other great podcasts out there are doing their thing and bringing you all kinds of great content. So if you are a Bengals fan, no excuses. Play like a champion. Digest it all and get all of your content. I'm going to bring in a couple of the... Special guests I've got joining me for the draft breakdown show. I've got Dale Altman here, and I've got Strawberry Ice. I think we're waiting on one more here. Uh, Dale Altman, the architect of the Bengals and Brew podcast, along with the Orange Arrow. Dale, what's going on, man? First time on my on my show, and uh, I apologize it has taken this long, but good to have you on, man.
2: It's all good, man. Thank you, Anthony, for having me. Yeah, I'm very. I will try to be very professional. <laughs> wow, wow! My there is, there is no who,
1: level of professionalism like, here, my friend. Do your thing.
3: Who is that guy? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know who that guy is at all. Like, I have no idea. That is not the guy who's just behind me uh, in every single Baylor game. All I gotta
1: say. <laughs> uh, and then a lot of you know Strawberry Ice as well. Been on our show. Does it? Does a great podcast. Uh, Stra- uh, Sports with Strawberry Ice.
3: What's late going night, on, Ice Man? Late night Saturday night, man. The draft is over. Like uh, the guys from uh, the Bengals or uh, the uh, here that podcast, Prowlin says, "Best beer of the night." Yep,
1: yep. And Dale's, Dale's. I'm, I'm peeping some. uh, I, Is it Fireball, Dale? Is that Fireball you, you got going there? I <laughs> handed it to my buddy that was just on our podcast that says said <laughs> was gonna
2: come over. He don't live far away, so he's here. So I was like, "Hey, okay." Like I'm like, Anthony. Right. Should... You know, Anthony, you've always said like you always followed Cincy Jungle, Anthony Kazenza. Yeah,
1: yeah. big fan. Oh. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate you that. His, you you want
3: to get his autograph or something? You know, right. you, <laughs> hey, what's going on?
1: <laughs> well, let's let's. Uh, we're waiting on Santori Miles. I think he got an adult beverage and is uh, sitting down here. Santori, he what's is. going on, buddy? Wait, my go. wife
4: just got home, so I had to not be completely buried in the computer like I have been all day. I
1: I, I I know the the pain. My my wife has played like a champ this week with me going out to Vegas and taking care of the kids and all that so shout out to her um, but I, I understand you are the host of rally round the natty that podcast another great one and we just had some fun on bangles and Bruce what's going on man
4: yeah it's a it's a fun little podcast unique uh, just me and my dad complaining more or less
1: yeah yeah um,
4: uh, I, I do want to plug something real quick if I can I, I see mm-hmm. Dale Dale's kind of getting the runaround right now but
3: he's on.
4: One thing that we're doing is uh, every month we partner with a charity, and our donation period actually ends tonight in about two hours. Um, but for every dollar that's donated, it's this month is all of it's going to the Ken Anderson Alliance. And if you donate at minimum one dollar, uh, you are put in a raffle to get one of these sweet hoodies that I can't do right. It says "Rally Around the Natty," very like soft. It. Come from Walmart, and then we doctor them up here because we have I the love technology. It. Uh, we also have mugs, and one of our sticks is uh, we have a, a popcorn machine where we record, and we made a joke saying it was the Hot Buttered Popcorn Studio. So we make mugs. Let's say the Hot Buttered Popcorn Studios. I love it. Um, so if you uh, you donate a dollar, you get in a rally. We give one of those away each month, one hoodie away each month, and if you donate a minimum of ten dollars, you get put in a drawing to win a custom jersey from Cooks around Christmas time. I'll go down there with you. We'll submit the order. Anything you want, up to about $300. bucks. we are ready to rock wow. and roll and help some people out.
1: That's awesome. Well, you are a much more generous man than I in terms of the giveaway. I guess i got to step hey, up well, my giveaway game.
3: I'm still waiting for my hoodie. He told me I was going to get a hoodie like a month ago. I've I got know. it printed uh, oh, in the boy. back
1: room. I, I told oh, you I, I
3: needed extra fat. Did you have that size?
4: I do have an extra fat. The issue was <laughs> I had another person that actually won the first giveaway and the mm, lived in Manchester. That took away a lot of my funds to make some of these cities because wait, wait, I was Man- like
3: Manchester, Ohio, or, or no Manchester, UK. England. Oh, Jesus! Oh, wow. My
4: first wow. winner from my first podcast ends up being across the pond. So I was like, well, <laughs> I was going to ship a lot of these out, but they're going to get one yet. Yeah, it's made, but
1: the, the shipping funds get a little
4: deteriorated. <laughs>
1: Gotcha. well that's uh it's awesome to have all of you on and we always like to support the ken anderson alliance we've done that a couple times on this show and so uh that's a that's a charity near and dear to the show's heart so definitely want to help you and i gotta ask you rally around the natty is that this may be like a total off the wall question I, but it, that's all we is do that is that a, a, a play on the rage against the machine song remember the old bulls on uh, rally, rally, the
3: family, right? love I, that I, song that <sighs>
4: It's a yes play. And no. No? Yeah, yes and no. Uh, there, there's quite a few things that went into it. Um, one of them was the song. There was, and I'm too young to remember this, but it was something that my dad liked. It was Rally Round Something. And we couldn't use the word he wanted to because it was copywritten. I was like, well, what about Natty? He's like, well, I don't like Natty. I like Cincinnati. And I was like, I'm telling you Natty's fine. Like Rally Round the Natty's, it's, it's, it's easy. And he's like, okay. And initially, we were gonna call it Fridays because we wanted to do it every Friday, and it was gonna be F R I D E Y S. But he's like, you work on Friday, and I was like, well, that sucks, but you're right. So (laughs)
3: that's 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 way that's way better than my my nickname. I was just Strawberry Ice because I was on a radio. Vanilla Ice was popular. That's and I'm see my face gets red, so that's the reason I got Strawberry Ice. Well,
4: my name's not even Santori Miles. That was just a. A burner name that I had to come up with. So what
3: your get name was different? Worked. Your name was different on Bengals and Bruce. Hey, what's up, brother?
1: This is hey. my son Regan. He's he's chilling, and saying what's up.
3: What's up, Regan? We'll talk,
1: we're what's up, about man? Bengals, dude. You're 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 on the air, dude. What's that? Uh, what's up, my, Those are my Bengals friends. Yeah. Do you yeah. see yeah. how he talks to you, Dale? What's that? Yeah. Well, let's let's since Regan barged in on here, oh, dude. I, hi, that, buddy. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you give me a second? Okay, we're going to go make mac and cheese in a little bit. Oh, like I to. like no. mac and cheese. So, all right. Now, you you guys talked so much about the professionalism on this show, and there you go. There's Professional 101 right there. Dale, we're going to start with you. Favorite pick of this year's Bengals class and why? Doesn't necessarily have to be the first-round pick if you don't want it to be, but what, who was your favorite pick of all of the ones that the Bengals made this weekend?
2: Gosh, the easy one is Daxton Hill, but I – I won't say it just because I want to. <laughs> I think you guys probably will. Hey, buddy, <laughs> I love mac and cheese too. By the dude, way, dude, <laughs> it, you,
3: you know it's Cam,
2: Cam no. Taylor Britt. Don't don't lie. We know who it no, is. No, just because I picked that one. You call, no. you called
3: it on my show.
2: I mean, no, like, my favorite pick, even though I didn't see why we would take another safety, my best like value was okay. the Tyson Anderson, like. Yeah four three speed and he is going to dominate on special teams he played special teams everywhere and if you've seen any of his videos like he was so excited to be a bangle which so is cam taylor britt so like i love when somebody's like yes i want to be a Bengal that bad like i'm excited for that because honestly i wasn't used to that so
1: i'll say that's my favorite pick
2: i think the best pick was that
1: okay and we'll we'll go down. We'll go clockwise. How I have it. Santori, you were first earlier, but you you left to go get had, another beverage. So you're gonna you're gonna have to right. back clean up here a little bit. Iceman, favorite pick. Why?
3: Uh mine is uh, Cam Britton Taylor, just because of they traded up to get him, um, and I think he could potentially be the shutdown corner that we want. He doesn't have to be that, and that's what's best about where the Bengals are at right now. I, I think he's going to start, but event, not. Off the bat, eventually it will start. Like maybe round um, game six, seven, he's going to start. And there's nothing against Eli Apple. I love Eli Apple, but we all know there's a good Apple and a bad Apple. And I think he is athletic enough. And with the one handed catch that we've all seen, I like that one. But I do like, I do like Dax. I think and, and the versatility that they both bring is great. But second round pick,
1: trading up, I love that one. I, I hear you. I mean, I. There, there really aren't too many wrong answers, I guess, in this class. Maybe there's one or two. But, uh, Santori, who who are you liking here? You had a uh, – in, in the last show on Bagels and Brews, you were talking about maybe the seventh round pick as being one of the best value picks of this class. Is that where you're still leaning here? Is maybe your favorite guy? Well, I don't know if it's my
4: favorite. I, I think it's definitely the best value. I mean, he was so high on our board just from every metric that we, we charted. We had him – I looked up. We had him 96th. So – you know, to get him 160 spots back from where we thought we were going to have to get him is is fantastic. Um, I I love freaks of nature, just personally, um, and I think Daxton Hill falls in that. I initially groaned when they picked him, and I, I looked at the ceiling like, oh, God, I wanted a little bit flashier of a pass rusher here. But, you know, the, the guy that I think really – made a huge impact on this defense the past year was Mike Hilton. And I see him as another kind of Mike Hilton where he can be disruptive from several different spots on the field. That doesn't necessarily have to be um, a traditional disruption from his position. You know, you can blitz him from all over the place. He can drop in coverage. I think he can cover just about anybody. I could see him hanging with tight ends. He did it in college. He can hang with backs out of the backfield. There's reports he can, you know, line up wide and handle an X or Z. So I mean, I, I love versatility. I love being able to line somebody up and just say go. Um, and his measurables are off the charts. So I, I just think he's going to be a fun ball player.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I like the Daxon Hill pick. That's kind of low-hanging fruit. I like uh, Cam, Cam Taylor-Britt. Um, I think that I would go with the Bengals second-round pick. I, I think that just makes makes a lot of sense, and it's, it's a guy <laughs> – it's a guy that I think the Bengals can can uh, you know use in a in a variety of fashions. I again I think like what we talked about before was you know the fact that the the team isn't desperate for needs based on where the roster is at this point. So um, you know you, you got to like a little bit as to how they were able to get value, get guys, and kind of plan for the future a little bit while still getting some immediate contributors in sub I think so. Well, um, I, got a, I got a question for you. I got a question for you Anthony and I kind of asked yeah. you on of brew how how
3: surprised and this shocked me I just put up this shocked me how surprised are you that the Bengals traded up not once but twice because I know Three. we've been on here and, and you and me talk that the Bengals don't trade up last time they traded up was in 1995 for for uh uh, 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 uh Carter the running back for the, for uh, uh, Penn State when they got the number one pick last time I remember them trading up they did it twice.
1: That's It's surprising. Uh, and I'd yeah. love to get your guys' thoughts on that too. Very surprising. And the thing that surprised me the most was in in the second round. I mean, we talked about right. that a little bit. Um, you know, the Bengals doing that that high in the draft, that's just not normally what they do. That's usually the round where they move back, collect another pick or two and use them later. It's It was the fact that they did it so early that really surprised me. Um, and the fact, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, Dale. I'll, I'll start with you on that. But the fact that they didn't end up getting and collecting more picks and and only using they used less picks than what they started with. um and and that kind of surprised me a little bit as well, because that's not that's not normally their mo, you know what I mean? It, it isn't. But I had
2: said on Jeff's show when he he was talking about trading down, you know, on Thursday, and I was like, i I don't see the roster spots there. Like when you're a super Bowl contending team, I would rather trade up because, honestly, those seventh-round picks, they're going to be on your practice squad maybe or someone else takes them a lot of times. like, So you're trading us. They traded a sixth-round pick and a seventh-round pick. That's that's all they traded when they traded up those two times. Those are probably guys that's not making your team or making right. any impact. So, in my opinion, I'm good with It's actually something that I was hoping they would do this whole time. I was hoping that they would do things like that. If there's a the guy they want, Trade up a few spots, trade up eight spots, go get yeah. them. You're giving up, you're giving up a sixth, seventh round pick.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a great point, actually. Um the fact that I, I brought up last week when John Sheeran and I were talking, I, I had brought up the idea of like, hey, you know, this this seems to be a time where, I mean, you don't need to the roster's in a spot where you need to—you don't need to hoard picks, right? You, you kind of need to get a little more quality instead of quantity. You know, the first couple of drafts under Zach Taylor, he was really trying to rebuild and beef up the roster, and some of it stuck, some of it didn't. And it, it, they just didn't need 9, 10 picks or whatever this weekend, and, and the fact that they moved up. So, uh, Ice, were you – I'll just spin the question back at you before giving it to Santori. Were you surprised that, the, that, that they moved up twice and – ended with less picks than they started the weekend with. Absolutely. Because I, I I my whole thing
3: was I thought they would trade back because we needed depth. You know, we needed to add and I was all for defense. I mean I wanted a Linderbaum in the first round. Freaking rappers took talking anyway. They're gonna talk about that. But I wanted I wanted them to trade back to get more picks to cause the defense we, we've spent so much money on the defense throughout the free agency that they're gonna need young guys to fill these spots because we all know this, and people don't want to hear this. They're gonna to have to let some guys go, you know, and you and, and a lot of them are gonna be on defense because of the free agent contracts that they've had. So that's why I thought they would trade back, not trade up. Now, somebody in here was asking uh, uh Sega Ohio was asking, do they uh, sign any undrafted free agents? And if you watch and Bruce, Santori, chat, over there, was all over that. He's got he's got a list of them, so he can tell you. Yeah. of what Undrafted free agents the Bengals side. Oh
4: God, I've lost <laughs> track they They've signed like. Well, here three you go. I got you. Yeah, I got you hey, covered hey, here. Uh, look, this
3: is This is a professional right here, Anthony. Which is way. Look up at there.
4: this quality. We don't have this.
3: I know what. Well, it's
4: really not so, that hard.
3: You just go to anyway. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say yeah, screen yeah, share, but whatever. Scre- screen share,
1: but right, here you go. This is up to date. <laughs> this is from cincycincyjungle uh, of course gotta plug the old website there but they're doing a bang-up job no thanks to me I am not pulling my weight too much on Cincy jungle on the writing side of things I apologize I you're so out Trent to... Wingo the time uh, I don't know about that yeah maybe <laughs> 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 Try, yeah but here you go I mean I, I'll, Santori, I want to get your thoughts on the the trade the trade-up situation and also you you were pretty dialed in on a lot of these guys and and breaking a lot of that on Bengals and brew anybody stand out uh, to you on here. This, uh, Kwame Lasseter, the second, I, kn- I know the, I remember Kwame Lassiter the first I'm old enough to remember that, but, uh, anyone, I don't know anyone else standing out here to you? Uh, I feel like, the, did, didn't the Bengals ben, show interest in Shamari Jones, the Coastal I, Carolina running back? I think they did.
4: And I didn't watch him. So I, I don't have too much to say on him. I know Ben Brown had a, a very productive career. At Ole Miss, I think he only gave up like two sacks across four seasons. Like He, he didn't give up a whole lot. Um, long snapper out of pit has the best hair, the side of the Mississippi. <laughs> um, the kid from Coastal Carolina was very productive. I know he had close to 1,200 yards, 66 receptions. It's it's I guarantee you he had a really good production score. Um, I don't know much about Rigg. Uh Lasseter, I think he might be one of the ones to watch to stick around. He had 30 punt returns in college, and I know he's got a connection with uh, with Simmons. So I, I would keep an eye on him out of Kansas. Uh, Cochran is a really big tackle. I don't know anything about Tisdale, and it can't hurt to have a DB out of Washington because they've been pumping them out like crazy lately.
1: Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
3: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
0: Um.
1: Well, uh, let's let's get to the kind of the somber, the bad part. Uh, Dale, least favorite pick of this year's class. I think I know where you may go, but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you vent, my friend. Go no, for it.
2: I'm not. I'm not gonna vent because
1: <laughs> on our show, I just said I'm not gonna
2: say anything. I <laughs> know about fourth round pick Cordell Volson. I. I had him as a six-round guy. I can only go off of, like, what I watch and what I see and where I value somebody. So I thought it was a little bit of a reach. I hope the guy proves me wrong and he's an all-pro Hall of Fame
1: guy, you know? What, what about him that, that had you peg him in the, in the sixth round? Well, I had of, him as a song. tackle because he's okay. 6'6", 315.
2: And yep. we, but I knew that when we drafted him, we were going to try to move him to guard, which that's where most people projected him. And I just, that's what we kind of did last year. Plus it was on top of a uh, Sawyer from Georgia was the guy that I really liked. that if we're going to, you know, who played a little more guard and that's in the SEC. That's not against a lot weaker competition. I think you can judge those guys that play quarterback or wide receiver or skill positions positions in like the, the lower division. But when it comes to linemen, are they really playing against a lot of guys that that got? How many guys did he go up against that was getting drafted this weekend?
1: Yeah, uh, I, it's it's hard for me to I, again. I think I think that one just the the sticker shock of the of the pick. Right, you're just kind of whoa. I, you know that one was a little. But on I, top I, of, I, I just don't know who he went against. I don't know what he's proven. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. That's the small school thing, and you know, and some teams. What's what's really interesting dale is the Bengals aren't really normally small school you know they they go for the guys from the big schools the proven programs the sec that sort of thing and and you know they didn't they didn't go that route here right and you kind of figured with them needing you know i mean they really did a lot in free agency to shore up the offensive line and whatnot but i mean you kind of felt like if they were going to have a developmental player it might have been at the higher levels so uh, and no offense to our boy, Bengal Sons, because I know he's uh, – those North Dakota State, uh, they, they were going against his rivals there. <laughs> he but, hates uh, him just because he of the himself. school. Right. I, I don't right.
2: hate him, and I hope he dominates. Like, I don't. like, And I don't want to be salty or whatever. Or like I'm not a hater. I just right. – I didn't value him that high. You know, this is a draft recap show, and I didn't value him that high. So that's my honest opinion yeah. on the it, player, and I hope it, he pans out.
3: And this yep. is what I keep trying to tell Dale. He say like, everybody, area get upset. He thinks everybody's gonna get upset with him. I say, look, look, you have done the draft work. You and Satori have done the draft work. If you don't like it, it's fine. It's okay. If you don't like it, it's your opinion. You're allowed to have right. that. Right. You know. And yep. people don't like it, then they can kick
1: rocks. Yep. Uh, Ice, your your least favorite pick and why? Oh, Jesus, my least favorite pick, which is hard because I'm such a Bengals homer. I like
3: all of them. Um. uh Get me in a minute. Come on, let it rip. I'm trying to think here. the The problem is I didn't watch. I, I had I had family issues today, so I didn't watch everything that happened today. So I couldn't. I I really can't speak on that, to be honest. You know, because I I don't. I I know the safety from Toledo, and I know the uh, the uh, offense lineman from um, uh, North Dakota, and I like both those. <clears throat> I I'm 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 upset that we didn't get the. Punk God, that would have been nice to get him. I would like like that to happen. That would have been cool. I'm kind of a little upset that we didn't get him. So it wasn't That's, a pick that made you said it pick. was the my, my, last okay. I'll put this with my, yeah. my my two man crushes. I'll put this with my two man crushes. The Punk God, my Matt Ariza. Tyler Linderbaum, Arisa, and Tyler Linderbaum. I would <laughs> freaking Ratbirds stole Linderbaum from me, so I'm 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 a little upset about that. Those are the two. I guess I'm disappointed that we didn't get a chance to pick. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right.
1: I like it. Santori. Uh, it's not
4: necessarily the player. It's just the maybe the circumstance surrounding the pick. I didn't like trading up necessarily for Anderson. I don't mind Anderson. I would have really liked to have had one of those other later picks, and maybe it's just the, the draft nerd in me, not wanting to wait 120 spots for my next pick. Nerd. Um, but... I don't necessarily know where he's going to play yet. I've heard safety. I've heard linebacker. We, In my mind, you trade it up for a little bit of a question mark in a special teams player. I don't think yeah. you need to trade up for a special teams player. Um, he is an athlete. I think he's a good ball player. I think he's going to be fun. I just don't know if, if the value of what it took to move up to get him is going to match.
3: But is that yeah. something you can do when you are a team that does not – have a lot of holes. Oh, they can afford to do it, sure. Right. Just that, that that's kind of where I'm just at. Just because I, you could
4: afford to buy something though, doesn't mean, necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm
3: with you. I'm with you on that. Because because with Cedric Boy, he was one they, they reached for and we all know it didn't pan out. So I, I'm right. I'm and, with you. But and that, I don't
4: necessarily think he's a reach where mm-hmm. they picked him but they gave up a lot to get to that spot. Right. right well right, maybe right. not a lot but more than I would have liked, right? Yes, more, more than you It's, want. It, it, I, 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 would give the pick maybe a C plus or a B minus, but I, I'm really grasping at straws to try and find something I don't like. You know, it yeah, was, it, uh, it, it was a lot of
3: just solid picks. That, that's 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 where I'm at. That's why I said A. I didn't say A plus. I didn't say A. Minus. It's an A. It's solid A because they have picked in the last in the last part of the round in every freaking round. I mean. What does least, least favorite
1: do? doesn't doesn't mean don't like the pick it's right just yes, you know yeah, you right. them, i mean that I, I mean if you don't like the pick you don't like the pick but it and doesn't call, necessarily call have me, to mean that
3: yeah people call me a homer all the time i'm like well i, I am i'm like i, I, I got that flag i'm i'm good I, i'm fine with being a homer but i'm like i like what they've done i'm like it's, it's i think the last three years you know jackson carmen we all said it was a reach and, mm-hmm. and i liked it at the time but i think it was a reach now it's easier to say that a, a year from now, but, you know, the picks right now we have, I like them. I like the versatility. That's where I'm at with them. Well, it's And down. the hard
4: the hard thing about this is, and I, I know why we do this. It's fun for a show, and, you know, it, it is something to talk about, but I don't evaluate draft classes until like two to three years later. Can. You, you can. can't. You can't. Exactly. You have no idea exactly. what these guys you are going to be. You You can only go off of kind of what you scouted. And then at, yeah. at that point, there's so much personal bias in it. It's hard to give a a flatline opinion of what you really thought. Right. Like I'm looking well, in the well, comments section. So it goes no, you know, it's the player Salyer was sitting there from Georgia. I hated him
2: out of Georgia. Well, let's let's go. I the, I would have what? been
4: all upset about him.
2: Right. I and, and I feel the opposite. So like, that's the thing. In three years. We could well, but they might both suck, or maybe
3: they're both great. But, like, we don't know. Well, like, but like, here's the James, thing, what, what, Dale. What, what Carmen, if, H- if Jackson Carmen okay. or Deontay Smith makes a big leap this year? So, what, how's that changed last year's draft? If both, the, if both of them, right, one of them makes a leap, which, which I think is very possible, one or both of them could make a huge leap this year from for, because look at Logan Wilson. The leap he made right. for his first year. That, his that's head.
4: why you. That's why you right. want to wait until after the third year because no it, one
1: makes a leap in year four, five, and six. At right, point, it, Yeah, you, you second
3: year. You use a second year, or, or you're out. Usually. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, I, I'm kind of with Santori a little bit on I, when I title at least favorite pick. I mean, I, it's not it's not the player; it's more the direction they went with that pick. Instead of, and I, I said this on on your show, Dale, that. I I just wish they added some depth somehow. I mean, and by the time the, you know, that round rolled around, I don't think there was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent left in the well there, but you know, tight end, wide receiver, someone with return ability, you know, that sort of thing and give them a, give them a little more sizzle on offense. You know, I wish, I wish they had done that. I mean, I, again, I understand the pick. I really like the the traits of, and, and of the player and whatnot, but I, I just, I just wish that they had, you know, they, they did some more things on that front. And it's, it's interesting to see you guys mentioned Sawyer. Um, Jamari Sawyer was a guy. That wasn't a
2: guy in my conversation. I want to say that, like, I wouldn't have said Sawyer with what was on yeah. the board in the fourth round. I do want to say that. Cause like, I, like you're saying, Anthony, there was tight ends and receivers that I like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, my, my thing, what I was going to say though, was like, it's interesting to see how, what the team did. Because Sawyer was a the guy they had pre-draft interest in. Right. Uh, I, th- I think they worked him out or had an interview or both or what have you. And they had right. opportunity after opportunity to draft him and they did not. Right. They went exactly. a different direction. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's interesting to see how the team, after they did these pre-draft evaluations, they were, my, my understanding um, is their tight ends coach, James Casey, was heavily involved in the workouts at uh, for Trey McBride. Um, and, and that mm-hmm. was a guy I'm just like, well, maybe they really like this guy. Maybe that's a guy they're gonna, and just they didn't even, they didn't even touch the position, right? I yeah. mean, so yeah. I, it's just interesting to see how the whole thing shook out after who they had interest in, who they did pre draft visits with, and all of that. Um, usually that's a pretty good indicator of, of guys they bring in, but, um, I don't know. I, it, it's just, it's just interesting I, I, here.
3: One thing I'll say is, is I think whenever we get so upset about the third round pick, I think that's that it goes to the, Emphasis of, of of how bad Are, you're talking about Carter, yeah, that's Carter. Cool. Yeah, how bad Larry Ogunjobi's foot might be, you know, because they, they wouldn't got him. He, he could play three three tech, he could play outside edge. I mean it, it it depends on what he's gonna do, or he's a tweener, right? So that's why I'm not you don't sure. say that word. <laughs> he's versatile <laughs> if you like the prospect you say versatile
2: versatile he's not, not a t- prospect not, not, he's clean. not
3: a wiener he's a tweener
1: that's right but that's, right. I, that's what
3: I, but but the point is is i think larry's foot might be or ankle might be worse than people think it's because like who would know more than the Bengals of how bad it is you know so that's where i think that was a if we had a hole that they had to get it was somebody to back up bj hill I think that was a bigger point of emphasis than any of us realized, to be honest.
1: Well, that's a good, that's a good segue to kind of a another topic here, and that is, you know, what do the Bengals need? I mean, because there's now, as we know, there's like another set or another stage of free agency, right? All these teams do this work in the draft; they see how it all wow. how the classes shake out and everything, and then they look they look at it and they go, okay, who's still out there, veteran-wise, that can come in and help us? Maybe you get some of those. Rental deals out there, like Larry Joby had with the Bengals last year. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse the order. I'm gonna go Santori to start this one here, and I'm going to ask him what he thinks the Bengals should do and, and where some other deficiencies on this roster reside after this weekend.
4: Well, I still would go after a three technique, a true three technique, because you're a BJ Hill injury away from having to run Can Sample and some of these other rookies out there in a rotational role. Um, so I would go one more spot there. Um, there's no wide receiver number four on this roster for me. There's a lot of guys yeah. that might play special teams and a lot of undrafted free agents that are very unproven. Um, I want to say tight end, but I don't know where the Bengals' heads are with tight end right now. I know they like Hayden Hurst, and you know I, I think we all should. I think he's going to fill in for CJ Uzama just fine. But after that, we have a blocking tight end who can't block. And we have Wilcox, who's a special teams guy. So, again, if I'm looking at my roster across the line, I, I look at all my starters and say, if he gets hurt, are we screwed? And tight end in three technique right now would screw you if they got hurt. And injuries are a massive part of the game, as much as people probably forgot because we had, like, no huge injuries last year. You know, I, I You know, if Jamar Chase goes down, you're – You've got T, which is fine, and then you've got Boyd, but after that, you know, the Bengals were potent as they were last year because they could run those three wide receiver sets. They could really use another wide receiver who's formidable. They could use a moderate to average backup receiving threat at tight end, and they could use some kind of rotational true three technique, and I'm talking one of the big boys closer to 290 to 300,
2: not one of these 285 guys.
1: Yeah. Dale, you were, yeah, you were.
3: good, Well,
2: I got to get off here. So I wanted to okay. just jump in real quick, okay. but all right, um, I, I would say tight end. Cause I mean, I know you kind of said three tech and tight end there, but I would say tight end just cause we didn't take one. And it's the Drew sample on a one-year deal and Hayden Hurst on a one-year deal. And if Hayden Hurst went down, yeah. What do you do if we're wanting a pass catching tight end? I don't see it in Wilcox. I don't see it in sample. So if we're building the offense around, you know, a more dynamic tight end, we did not get one. If Hayden Hurst goes down and that's how we've structured our offense, I am very concerned about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I appreciate your time, Dale. I know you've I, we've all done uh, a lot of time here today, but I uh, want to give you a shout out and share. Um, this is this is the Bengals and Brews podcast, the YouTube channel. I will pin that in our live chats. Tell us a little bit about your show, when you when you stream, when you go live, all that kind of stuff.
2: We we try to go once a weekend. Uh, sometimes it's Saturday night. Sometimes we may go a couple times a weekend because we'll have a Sunday show. We try to work around, around people's schedules, but we both typically work throughout the week. So we're like a once a weekend. Sometimes we'll do a couple episodes a weekend. Um, yeah, we just talk Bengals and Chat with everybody and just really have a good time with it. I mean you you saw that first day and Anthony.
1: Oh it was it was a blast, man. Yeah, I
2: had
0: a blast. I had <laughs> but, a blast. But
2: thank you for having me on your show, man. I love you guys. Absolutely. Hude. Hude. Uh, Hude. Love,
1: come back on anytime time, man. For sure. Hoodé.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. All
1: right. Uh, thanks to Dale for for joining here. We'll be here just a little bit longer before we hop on out of here. Uh, just talking some Bengals and trying to do a little bit of a different angle of things. Just kind of a rundown, not really lightning round, but just kind of rundown a lot of different thoughts on the class, where the Bengals are and whatnot. Um, we were talking. I, I said, I don't think I got your opinion on what, what you think the Bengals need to start well, looking at as they as they get to spring and summer workouts, training camp, et cetera.
3: Yeah, I, I kind of going to just echo what Santori uh, said. I like mean, it's like you, you, the three tech, e- uh, the uh, edge, still and Titan is still out there. But who is there? I mean, I don't, I don't know how they feel that. I, I guess I'll throw this to Santori because you, you, you on Bengals and Bruise, you were l- listing all the people that they signed as far as a, uh, 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 uh undrafted free agents. Who is out there that they can get to to fill these spots? Is it's kind of where I'm at. Well, there's quite a few free agents out there,
4: and this isn't a normal territory, we'll say, for Bengals fans, just because we haven't been in a position to where we haven't been scrambling to fill roster spots trying to be competitive. If you look at the available free agents right now, there are quite a few guys. I, I think Akeem Hicks is even still out there as a three-tech that I would love to bring no, in. No, wait,
3: okay, oh, I got a question about him, because I've been told he's not three-tech then I told he was a three three tech. Where where is he? I mean he
4: I've been told he's a three tech. If he's not, that's unbeknownst to me. But, yeah, I've been told um, both. Sorry. Go ahead. And I, I think a lot of people get hung up on the, the techniques thing. I don't know how familiar you are with it, but I I'm coach not, I'm I not coached the line a, for a while. Smart. Yeah. Um quick quick rundown for those of you that don't know. Um, if you line up directly over the center, you are a zero. If you are off to the center shoulder, you are a shade or a one technique. If you are directly over the guard, you're a two. If you're directly over the tackle, you're a four. Outside the tackle shoulder is a five. Outside the guard shoulder is a three. If you're inside one of those guys, you become a two-eye or a four-eye. Anything outside of that starts getting wacky because it goes six-seven or six-eight-seven. So I don't pretty cool know why. I
3: call you four-eye for once. <laughs> yeah.
4: So <laughs>
3: if four you're eyes. a 4
4: if you're a four-eye, you're incredibly close to a three-technique. It's a difference Dude, of about eight inches.
3: That's me. I'm a four-eye. I, I, I'll wear glasses. Here, I'll put one. Okay. So, I mean,
4: if, if you hear he's a four-technique or a three-technique, it's literally a difference of about this far on a defensive line. I'm not worried about it. It's, yeah. it's shifting from the outside shoulder of the guard to the inside shoulder of the tackle. Your ass is probably still in the same spot. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Akeem um, Hicks
3: would be one that I would love
4: to look at. Uh, well, uh,
3: well, I've said the reason I bring that up, the reason I ask that because I've said that on my show, and, and people come back back at me and I'm like, well, he's not three tick I'm like, he's not. I, I thought he was. So that that's where I. That's why I'm asking. It's it's so uh, unless
4: you got somebody like I, I don't even know like a like reader he's a one technique to a zero he's not right. moving outside the guard if he does it's for a play or two. um in terms of tight ends i would have to see who's out there i saw a couple names floated my way um i get jeff's very carry glasses that's a good one hey! <laughs> no, um come on you come, know let's go. there's still receivers out there and what i was going to say is th- this is a little bit uncharted territory the guys that are still left are guys that teams thought that they could do better than in the draft. And that's Mm -hmm. the reason why they haven't signed. They're not going to get huge money. They'll get decent money for veterans, but – the Bengals still have some cap space. You know, they didn't sign Jesse Bates yet. I still don't know what in God's name is going to do with that. I don't anticipate well, anything in the I next don't see calendar. The, yeah, year. I'm like, I
3: don't think they're going to sign him.
4: Um,
3: well, Anthony, where are, you, where are you at on that? Do you think they're going to sign Jesse Bates at all? I
1: I think he's out. I, I don't see would, that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, unfortunately, at this point, you know, based on what they did in this draft class and based on the fact that they have right. basically been trying to work on this deal since what, spring or summer of last Two year? Years. Yeah. yeah. Two years. Uh, and yeah. they, it's, they're still far apart. Apparently. Um, I, I don't now. There there's the, the wild theory and maybe it's not so wild that they may use the franchise tag two years in a row on Jesse Bates and really kind of balloon up that one year deal payment to him again. But I don't see that happening, especially what just happened this weekend. So I, right. I, I think, you know, I think, I think they keep one either Bates or Bell and I don't, I, I think, the move for Daxton Hill, I said this on my show. I said it on on Bengals and Brews as well. I think the move for Daxton Hill is a Ricardo Allen replacement for the immediate future. And then you know you're you're hoping um, you know your safety in the fifth round kind of turns into something that you can you can use as a as a good starter because of all the traits there. But um, you know I, I just that that's where I see it, and I just I don't feel good about where the Bengals are in terms of a long term deal with Jesse Bates and and what what they did this weekend really.
3: So well, I have a question too. Do you think it's more of a Jesse Bates thing or of his agent thing? Because uh, his agent, we all know, got the most money for. for well, I think,
1: for, I think, it, I like, think, I think it's both. But I think it's also, I, I, I believe it to be that the Bengals don't value that position the same way as other true. other teams uh, do. So, so, and so,
3: because so, well, Jesse Bates come out and said, "I don't have to be the highest paid." This is where I get confused. He says, "I don't have to be the highest paid safety in the league." Okay, cool. But then. It, he won't sign. So, Mike, what what is the well? There's the- there's
1: all kind of there's guaranteed money. There's there's all kinds of facets that would go into it. So, the Bengals may have a contract on the table that maybe total money is right, something guaranteed. that it that is that is rival. Yeah, and so there's yeah. there's like you know, I, I, I'm I'm not the brightest bulb in the box in terms of contract structures and whatnot. But I mean, I, I. I did a, a while ago. I I posted this kind of rundown on contract structures as we got into free agency, and you know, there's. There's three different facets to guaranteed money. There's injury and, you know, all kinds of different things. So, um, you know, the, they they may have something in their guaranteed money where the, the contract on its surface, as you look at the numbers on its surface, maybe look competitive and or a great deal. But when you look at the nitty gritty of it, they're just not heavy on the guaranteed money. That's always been a thing with the Bengals. They try and get a little more creative with their with their contracts. And, and some players sign them because the Bengals traditionally had been a team that they had not really, they've been loyal to players letting them see through contracts. And so, you know, the players see a lot of that money that is in structured in the contract. But again, the guaranteed money is not as high as some other teams are willing to spend. That's just kind of my history recollection of it.
4: Right. And the thing with the Bengals contracts, and th- this is really, really easy to find out if you just want to go on to OTC, they don't do a lot of roster bonuses. They they do mainly moderate to small signing bonuses because they don't don't have the cash at hand to give giant signing bonuses which is another draw for players but when you look at the guaranteed money they don't do huge guarantees throughout the entire length of the contract it gives them a way to get out of something if it doesn't work normally they still see it through the end of the contract but a player is going to look at that and go oh my guaranteed money's out after 18 months like I'm gonna to have to go through this again. There's not a whole lot of security from the player standpoint. It could still be a hundred million dollar contract, but if there's only 18 guaranteed, and there's a 15 million dollar signing bonus. You're out after year one if shit goes wrong. Right. And you know, with Jesse Bates, I don't know what in the world's gonna happen because last year he didn't have his contract like he wanted. In the first 10 games, he played like shit and said it was on his mind. Well now he doesn't have his contract like he wants. So are we going to go through that same old song and dance again? Cuz if we are, he's going to screw himself out of a contract.
1: Yeah. I mean um, there, there's so much weird crap going on with him. Right. Right. Um so let's let's transition a little bit. Um how how much improved do you think the Bengals made their roster this 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 weekend after what they did? I mean again, this was a roster that didn't need a ton of in you know, a ton of picks to be influxed into the roster, but, you know, they needed some depth, some potential pushing of players for starters and some contingency plans in place um, that, that were, you know, that have come in and could push, you know, a guy like Eli Apple for a spot or, you know, there, there, there's a lot to like, especially for a team that was picking in the back of each round. Right. But um, how, how much immediate improvement ice do you see that this team has made right now with this class
3: as far as the uh, secondary goes a lot you know I, I like the first two picks i mean honestly the other ones are are to be seen you know what we'll to find out um the tight end i wish i would have addressed that that would have been nice but but as far as like you said there's not a lot of holes i would have liked them to address tight end that'd be nice wider share that'd be cool but the the secondary helps me out a lot because just the like we've already talked about the the the, the unknown about about Jussie Bates and what's going on with him and Von Bell. There's two safeties that are up next year. Basically, both your safety, both your starting safeties are up next year potentially. So who knows what's going to happen? You know? Yeah. Sintori? um I
4: thought they did a good job of upgrading it. If it was a B plus, it's somewhere between an A minus and an A now. And I know that's doesn't sound great. It sounds marginal. But when you look at what the Bengals have done in the past, there have been times where they've lost somebody and they've gone out and gotten a Band-Aid. Well, they didn't necessarily lose anybody, but they went out and got something better than a Band-Aid to kind of secure the foundation of the castle, if you will. So it's kind of like adding another wall to the foundation of your house. It just makes things more secure, and that's never a bad thing. It just it fortifies what you are already doing, and it makes it so if you do, like... Um, ice was saying if you lose one or both of those safeties you're not in panic mode you can just go about your day and fill the next need so i i yeah. like it from a standpoint of i don't have to worry about
1: anything it calms nerves for the next couple of years really yeah um we've we've got uh a couple more minutes and then we're we're gonna bounce on out of here um you know there's uh, someone in our live chats here is talking about how we're not talking uh, too much about the undrafted free agents and whatnot, and um, appa- apparently we need to talk a lot about um, undrafted Kentucky tight end Justin Rigg who caught 20 <laughs> catches for 189 yards and four touchdowns last year. That's and the savior at tight he, end of I ever. He Oh is, my he, god! He's, 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 he's the he's the support. Wow! Oh my god! And you know what the reaction is to this? I mean, aside from just thank you so much, how about nice?
3: Holy nice. crap. What's the number, right. yeah. Hey, who they, so, whoever you are, go, go check out my channel. Give me one of the super chats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, we did talk about some UDFAs. The Bengals were uh, did show some pre-draft interest in Shamari Jones. We, you, uh, Santori, you you gave us some insight on Ben Brown, a guy who I think is a little surprising that was undrafted. Um, Justin Rig. I mean, I I, I I don't know if, uh the, the person in the live chat is someone who is a big tight end, uh, a Kentucky fan or not, but um I just, I don't really see that player, Justin Rigg, being an immediate answer. Maybe there's some I, I really like Mitchell Wilcox as an undrafted free agent a few Dude, years ago. I, I and,
3: like I liked Rucker at Ohio State. I'm like, what, okay, let, let's put this out there. The Jets stole all three of our freaking tight ends. All <laughs> right? I'm just saying. Yeah. I said this earlier. Yeah. Like, with <laughs> CJ Zamo, who was our tight end already, uh, Conklin, who we 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 were thought, thinking about signing, and then they got uh, uh, Rucker. Yeah, why? Why do they need three tight ends? I don't understand. I don't know. That. I
1: don't know. I well, be. and the Bengals, the Bengals just don't don't seem to value that or or feel that they need um some as much help as we all do. Yeah.
4: To put the rest this tight end thing really quick, please do the the boy from Kentucky. He's not gonna beat out Thad Moss because that's Burrow's boy, and Thad Moss is barely a practice squad player as it is. He's not beating out Wilcox. He's not beating out Hayden Hurst. There are currently 15 free agent tight ends that are veterans that are going to make less than $3 million a year, I'm on OTC right now, that are going to beat him out. I have 18 to 20 options off the top of my head right now who are better. Yeah.
1: Well, I, again, I, I well, no, I just, I mean, it keeps – getting brought up in the live chat. I want to address it. I want to make sure also that folks are up to date on the undrafted free agent signings. We went through the draft class, We went through the undrafted free agent signings. Let's get out of here with grades. Ice, what do you got for grades for the class?
3: I'll just stick with what I said on Bengals of Bruce. I think it's an A. It's not an A plus, A minus. I like the first two picks and that's where I'm at. You're picking 31. You're picking at the end of the draft every round. If you got two guys that are versatile, I like it. Even the third round guy is versatile. And that's what Lou and Arimo uses and needs is guys who can play multiple positions. Because I said this in a playoff game, Tennessee we put everybody in the box, Kansas City we put everybody outside, and we won. We need guys that can play multiple positions, and we got that for Lou. So I'm good with it.
1: Yeah, Santori, what would you what would you grade this class? I know we talked about how you can't grade it a year, you know, right. at least a year if not more down the road. But what, um, what immediate, uh, uh, immediate gut reaction? <laughs>
4: On paper, probably a B, um, just because when I when I think back in drafts, and you know, I, I like to compare drafts. The one with Burrow and Higgins was that's an A, phenomenal. You know, that, that that that's a franchise-changing draft that you don't really get much better than that. And if that's an A, this isn't an A, but this isn't a C. It's nothing that falls by the wayside. So I'll, I'll give it a B to a B plus.
1: That's where I am with it. Yeah. Uh, Again, players that are got high, high high-end traits, a lot of versatility, get you a lot of different um, opportunities to do some different things on defense, which I think excites Lou Anna Rumo. Again, you have to take this draft for what it is. You have to take this draft for the, you have to take into account the status of where the Bengals are, the season they just came off of where their roster is now, as opposed to where it was going into 2020, that incredible draft class you just mentioned Santori and just you know you have to say they were at the back end of rounds they did a little maneuvering to move up to get some guys they really liked and didn't it didn't cost an arm and a leg to do so so you gotta like that um I, you know I, I'm, I'm in between the b and b plus range I didn't like absolutely light my hair on fire like that 2020 class but um you know I I, I, I thought they did some solid work especially where they were positioned and where the roster is at this point
4: well, take it for what it's worth. They took a franchise. They took a Super Bowl roster, fortified it, and made it just a little bit more sound. It can't yep. be a bad draft class if you make a Super Bowl roster better.
1: Yep, exactly. Uh, let's let's get on out of here at at this uh, at this point here. Ice, I'm going to let you plug your show here. You are on YouTube here, uh, Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. There's the yep. YouTube channel. We'll pin that there. Uh, you are a daily show, my man. You crank this out daily like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, daily, live every day at 530. And
3: I tell everybody to, to subscribe because you never know when I'm going to put something out, a video. I might go live, especially this weekend. I put a lot of stuff out there because of the draft. Um, you never know when I, I'm going to go on a rant about the Reds because, well, they're just irritating. And Phil Castellini has, yeah, well, you know, he's. Irritated They're the Reds. Fan. Yeah, he's irritated every Reds fan available, and I'm not sure why you would do that. So anyway, if you're interested in following me, I cover all Cincinnati sports, Reds, Bengals, Bearcats. I don't cover Xavier. Sorry, Xavier fans. I'm just not a fan. It's my channel. I can cover all I want. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Just type in sports with strawberry ice in a pop-up. Hit the su- subscription button. Hit the bell for the notification, and every time I go live or every time I put a video out, you guys be notified. Thanks, Anthony.
1: Yep, and the YouTube URL is there. And Rally Around the Natty, you are on YouTube as well. I think you are on also some other audio platforms. So tell us as well about your show, Santori. I yeah,
4: think we you got, had Sheeran on, didn't
1: you? Yeah. We did. We had Sheeran on the
4: other day. And uh, we've got a total of two subscribers, and they are me Woo! and my dad. So we're we're really crying out. Look at are above.
1: You? Okay, great. Look at above. We're...
4: <laughs> We're, we're doing all right. We're, we're having fun. Just me and my dad talking a little bit of Cincinnati sports. Uh, one thing that I want to plug is that, you know, we're, we're doing the donations every month. We have a, a giveaway that we're doing this month for uh, our hoodies that we have rally around the natty, super comfortable. We've got some coffee mugs that we're giving away and they will hold your coffee. They have been tested and um, you know, $1 donation gets you in the raffle for those. If you do a $10 donation, you are in a raffle for a, custom Cincinnati Bengals Jersey from cooks that we are going to be giving away around Christmas. Uh, the uh, April donation rally stops tonight around 11, and then we'll be doing another one next month. So we do this every month, always try and support a local charity. This month is the Ken Anderson Alliance. So if you've uh, you got a dollar, we would really appreciate it. The Ken Anderson Alliance would really appreciate it. This is uh completely, you know, I, I don't take any profit out of this. I don't even do super chats like ice does. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just here to give stuff away and make people happy.
1: Well, appreciate it and appreciate you guys. Uh, I think I just put both. Uh, yes, I did. I pinned both of the URLs for their YouTube channels there. Go hey, subscribe.
3: Real quick, yeah. Anthony. You're going to be on my show uh, Tuesday, and John's going right. to be on well, Monday.
1: He's got so. you on his show. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I Yeah, got, well, yeah I, I, exactly. I, yeah, He's got exactly. me. I, you know, I made sure of this on Bengals and Bruce. If you guys want to check That's it right. out, go watch Bengals and Bruce, It's a lot of fun.
1: Yep. And as I pinned earlier, Dale Altman, our buddy, the orange arrow, they host bangles and bruise that YouTube channel. Go subscribe to all three of those great channels. If for some reason you have not, thank you for tuning in, whether it's live after the fact, keep it to cincyjungle.com for all your news opinions, analysis, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. We've got you covered for the NFL draft. It is as it is now in the books. Thank you guys for your time. I know it's been a long evening, a marathon evening, but it's been a fun weekend talking bangles and, uh, Appreciate you guys coming on and chatting with me. Let's let's get you on again soon. Appreciate Absolutely. you, baby. Hooday, Barry. Take it easy.